Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm um, joined this morning by Dave Johns. Hey, Jason, it's great to be here, man. I'll be looking forward to this. Me too, me yeah. too. Uh, so, just if you are, uh, of, at this point, people text in and stuff like that, please don't do that today, because this is the confusing pre-record show where we recorded it on Friday, and to you it's Sunday, but to me... It's Friday. It's like time travel. It's That's really- why we're dressed up as Victorian time travellers. <laughs> yes. Big top hats on and that. It's very complicated. <laughs> so, uh, so don't waste your uh, your pennies by uh, by texting in. Uh, but um, but not ev- not forever. I mean, definitely start doing that again when I'm back next week because that, that would be that'd be a very long show. Uh, so what I did was uh, because obviously it, the show is. I would say listener generated is uh, the technical term. Is it? Oh. Yeah, because I, I I can't talk for an hour just about myself. I mean, I can. No, I've <laughs> heard you. Would, would, it <laughs> would not be interesting. I've seen you do it in front of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. so I asked some questions and, and the subjects we'll talk about today on uh, on Facebook. So we've got some very very funny bits coming up uh, later on. But uh, Dave Johns, um, I mean, I've wanted you on the show for ages anyway, but it's actually worked out that you are um, you're a super a super Hollywood megastar. Oh, yeah, that's what everybody thinks I am. Yeah, yeah. So, star of I, Daniel Blake, which is uh, which was in the cinemas from last week, yeah. and every week seems to be uh, getting into more and more cinemas throughout the it's, UK. Uh, they've just uh, today uh, um, it's opening this weekend to in a hundred two um, hundred and eleven more cinemas. It's Amazing. just gone absolutely insane. It's absolutely. I mean, it just, it's, it, it's taken momentum of its own. That's what's happened. You know, word well, of mouth. It's amazing because. When when I first uh, weirdly I, I I was I was doing a search on my phone the other day and it said uh, and I was I was looking for your number okay. and I sort of typed in Dave Johns and one of the messages was from Peter Vincent who books my comedy clubs and it's and, it, and your name was on it and it said Dave Johns has had to uh, pull out of this gig. Uh, he's doing some Ken Loach thing. <laughs> some Ken Loach thing, right? Some Ken Loach thing. It must have been ages ago. Yeah, he must have gone, oh, some Ken oh, Loach thing. Right. Well, he, can't, he, can't, he can't close Hartlepool <laughs> he on can't Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a bit, a bit above his station. <laughs> I know. So, so tell us about the uh, about the film briefly. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know if people know about the film. It's about a guy who's 59 years of age who has a heart attack and uh, tries to navigate the impossible benefit system that's uh, in this country now. Uh, befriends a single mum who's got two kids and uh, they've been relocated hasn't she's she, been yeah. located from london uh with her two kids from a hostel to this fair um broken down old flat basically uh she's late for her appointment she gets sanctioned in the uh in the job center Crikey. daniel comes to her aid uh they this friendship starts he becomes sort of like a um a father figure to her and mm. the kids and it's just um how you know it's food banks and yeah, yeah. and and so just and, the current really of what's yeah yeah now, and poverty yeah. and uh how um you know uh, um people uh, rally around to help each other yeah it's it, i mean i just think the phenomena of it, it it's just i mean zeitgeist they, they sort of use that phrase a lot don't they but it just seems to have uh, Spark something, you know. I mean, do you think it'd have the same impact as like Kathy comes home? You know, has, has that? Well, well, that's what Ken hopes because it's fifty years since Kathy come home. The thing yeah. was when we, when I made it, we we shot it this time last year in Newcastle, right. and all I was hoping, and I promise you this is true. Please don't ruin Ken Loach's career. <laughs> Please, <laughs> just 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 try your best, Dave. Really, just try your best and don't lo- you know? I love that. And uh, we don't went. Let him down. Don't let Ken down. <laughs> don't let Ken down because I thought I couldn't live with this. <laughs> and uh, we went to we went That'd to be a weird interview today. And, and we've got Dave Johns on the show, the man uh, who destroyed Ken Loach's career. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's what I thought, you know. Because it's I'd a still first... butcher. I still yeah, I know. Butcher. It's, it's the first film I've ever done, you know. And yeah. in, 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 in you know, I remember walking on set the first day and thinking. What have I done? 
I mean, it was all about me. It was all, you know, Dave and all the crew. And I was thinking, yeah, this whole film's one. just... I, I went, what up? And, I, and, it was, and it was pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah, I bet. But, um, and then it went to... And then we took it to Cannes. And we were supposed to show it in Cannes on the Friday, the premiere. And the, de- and the night before, we went out for dinner. And they'd showed it for press screenings. And the guy came in from, uh, from, <laughs> from the PR company. And he goes, something really weird's happening. He goes, he goes, there's reviewers coming out in tears. And I was thinking, oh, no, <laughs> so bad. Even <laughs> the critics are crying for Ken's career. <laughs> and, um, and it just went on from there, Jason. It just, it just had this momentum that people, everybody who sees it just comes up right. and says how moving it is and how angry it's making them as well, you know? Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. So when I knew I had uh, Dave Johns on the show this week, uh, I, uh, I posted on my Facebook fan page and asked if anybody had any questions oh. that they wanted to ask Oh, you. sneaky Jason. I know, but do it in <laughs> advance. It's a, it's a little trick that uh, modern-day interviewers do when uh, they can't be bothered uh, coming up with their own questions. <laughs> OK, right. Yeah, it's very clever. Right, OK. But it sounds better because okay. it's uh, d- different people. Uh, Eunice uh, says... Can you do it in the accent that the person's... Where, where they're from? Yes, I can. I can. Let's, uh, Where's let's Eunice from? Eunice is from... Uh, oh, I can't work it out. Eunice... It's from Manchester. How lucky oh, that is. Amazing. And she's a bloke. <laughs> and she's a bloke. Amazing. <laughs> oh, she's from Glasgow, actually. Oh, great. Come uh, on. She's... <clears throat> Excellent acting. Really enjoyed the film. Uh, well done, Dave Johns. You were really convincing in the role. How did you get into character with this role? How did I get into character That's with this role? Said, well, yeah. uh, um, giving you too much credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 the thing is, <laughs> the thing the way Ken Loach works is basically you don't get a script, so you don't actually get a chance to go on on, 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 course, on, yeah. on, on page 27. This is our big scene. Uh, all you do is you sit in the house and, and, and you hear the letterbox go and a couple of pages of script come through the night before. You learn that. Wow. Um, but but the thing was, Ken said to me, he said to me, all you have to be, because there's no music in this film mm. and because, so the actor's very sort of exposed um, up, up on screen. So anything that isn't believable will be seen, you know? Yeah, he, yeah. he said, all, all you have to do is sit and listen to each other. You, in every scene you and Hayley do, listen to each other. Find the truth, and when you find the truth, the honesty will show in the wow. performance. And that's what I try to Very do. Very trusting, you know? isn't it? Yeah, you know, but he's, you, you know, the thing about Ken Loach is he's got a great gift of casting. He casts mm. the right people in. There must have been something about me and Haley's screen present, uh, you know, in the, in yeah, the audition the chemistry, process, yeah. the chemistry that worked, you know? Mm. I mean, I could do some. I mean, I find very much the same with me and Truly Scrumptious. <laughs> I, well, I've, I've, I've heard I mean, this. it's a different process. It's a different process. It doesn't quite have the same uh, <laughs> now, when take I, on. Now, when you're doing Toot Sweet, I want you to. <laughs> really believe that those sweet toot <laughs> someone said to me once um, there was a great uh, uh, like a, an old story of two act, two old actors a married couple and um, and I always think about this when I'm doing uh, when I'm doing the play or uh, when I did producers or whatever I'm doing and it's an old couple talking and they've been doing the same show for like 40 years and uh, one night he comes home from the they, they come home and he says to her he says you know I, when I used to ask for a cup of tea um, they used to get a really big laugh. And she said, but you're no longer asking for a cup of tea. You're asking for a laugh. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a real, like, yeah. it was yeah. one of them things yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, that makes <laughs> sense, that. Because you can see when you're watching actors or, 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 or even comedians, there's a slight desperation sometimes. Well, it's over-intellectualising of why mm. things work. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of comics have had that. You know, if you think of people like Tony Hancock, you mm. know, years ago, who was a, you know, his shows stand out in yeah, time. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's about asking it's about trying to intellectualise too much and just not letting it yeah. just happen, you know? I like that, is it, I don't know if it's Jimmy Carr, whether he was quoting it or or it's his thing, but about the, um, about being funny, being like a like a frog, uh, a dead mm. frog or something or something. Oh, no, just a frog. He says it's like a frog. When you, uh, when you cut it open to see how it works, mm. it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And it's a bit like that with jokes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It jokes, is. It is. It, yeah, sort of. and the same with the acting process. You know, people mm. sometimes, I think, just intellectualise it and try to think there's some sort of mystic. So it's have, about feeling. It's about true feeling. Have, um... Have your actual, like your real mates, like, <laughs> you know, your real friends, not your new fans. I don't have any real friends anymore. Do you have Hollywood friends now? <laughs> <laughs> but I bet that's what people think, don't they? I go back and do gigs on the circuit and people say to me, what are you doing here? And I go, you know, I don't just get whisked <laughs> off after one film to live with Tom Hanks and, and, and Brad Pitt in the Hollywood studio, you know, in a big Hollywood sort of mansion, just you know. big house. Yeah, and, and they go, oh, I don't fancy doing this film this uh, week, um, Dave. Could, could, could you take over the script for us? It's that sort of thing that people think, you know. <laughs> I'm waiting to see which X-Men you are. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's my excitement. Yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. imagine. He yeah, is. the Geordie X-Man. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. And the only thing that can kill him is a slice of coal in the top of a brown ale bottle. <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by uh, star of I, Daniel Blake, uh, Dave Johns, uh, and, oh, of course, we know each other from the comedy circuit. We do, we do. We Many do. years. Many years, Elder yeah. Statesman, if you will, if you'd be part of my... my uh, oh, you're an Elder Statesman. No, you, I'm an, very much. Oh, I'm an Elder Statesman, OK, I'm well, the Elder Statesman. you were going a long time before I... Yeah, I know. When did you start stand-up? I started stand doing stand-up. My first gig was uh, 1989. Oh, well, there you go. Then. And um, it was with uh, Joe Brand and Jack D. Crikey. And... Uh, well, they know, eh? uh, yeah, where they know, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, not in Hollywood. Not in Hollywood. Living in a big house with Tom Hanks, are they? <laughs> I noticed. I mean, even on my, you know, at this level, there is that point where your friends, uh, like your real friends that you've known since school. Um, <laughs> They have this weird thing, my mates, where they're all right until they start getting drunk, and then it, <laughs> then it starts getting a bit like yeah. they get a bit angry about it. Oh, you've changed, you. Yeah, yeah, you've and changed, you, and you haven't. A, you haven't, <laughs> no, no. and B. You're supposed to. Like, that's human development. Who wants to say the same? I know, I know, I know. You're not wearing shorts anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All oh, right. <laughs> too good for two yeah, puddings, yeah. are you? But you see, I think that's good to have mates who are outside the business who Definitely. keep you grounded. Because, you know, I think, you, 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 you know, like, I think if Michael Jackson had had mates... Yeah, real mates. He, he wouldn't have been in the position he would have been in. They would have gone, Michael, come on. Come on, mate. You know, stop all this. You know, you know. Like, look, you're black, right? Will you stop all this making stuff white and hanging your babies out of the window? No, it would have been, you, you know. He, had, couple, he just needed a plumber, didn't yeah, he? he did, yeah, he needed a plumber, mate. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, Mike. Oh, it's Brian, me mate. It's Brian, me mate. I had a really tough day today. Oh, really? Well, no. I had my hand up at you, Ben, so how tough was your day? Well, I couldn't get there my song right. I just... I and, uh, and and then my carousel broke down in Neverland. <laughs> and I can't get the lemons to eat. Oh, what a day you've had. No, no, but it would work, no, I know wouldn't what you it? Mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's good to have mates. It's when you slip up when you, like, because I'm very, like, rooted, and then every so often, like, something just creeps out and they're, and they're on it straight away. Yeah. We went to play football a little while back and we're driving into this, <laughs> um, into this place. 
And as I pull up, the security guy's there, and I was I was driving four lads in the car, and I you know like I've got one plumber, like you know one teacher, one mm. you know, and I said, um, excuse me, pal, and it just came out. I just went, where's the dressing rooms? Dressing rooms, right. not changing rooms. And they were on to you, mate. They were on to yeah. me. They were like, yeah. oh, what time's yeah. the interval? Like, yeah, they were, yeah. I oh. just I just complained once about my chamomile uh, my chamomile tea wasn't uh, <laughs> um, I'm hot enough. My mates went mental. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by Dave Johns. I just remembered a, a, another time that I, uh, when I was sat with my mates around, we were working for some drinks or whatever, and uh, chatting away, and it got onto the subject of, because I must have said something, and they were like, oh, here he goes, like with his, you know, I'm like, that's just my point of reference, I'm not showing off. Yeah. And uh, they were giving it, oh, you've changed, you've changed, and then um, I got a bit angry about yeah. it, and I went, I've not changed, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the same guy that I always was, uh, things haven't changed, you know, I still live in Manchester, I still, and, I was going, yeah. and then my phone rang, and I like, I like flipped it round straight. I spotted it, flipped it round straight away. They were like, "Who's that?" I said, "It don't, it don't matter who it was." That's not the point. My mate grabbed it. It's around. He said, "Brucey." Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. There's no recovery. Yeah, There's no yeah, recovery from that. I know you have. Yeah, you have changed. No, I haven't. Well, why have you got an L with you? What do you mean, L? Oh, I've always had an L. <laughs> uh, so don't text in this morning because uh, we're not here. We were here Friday. And we're no longer here. Um, I uh, I don't know what Dave will be. What will you be doing Sunday morning? So uh, or this morning for the so rest no, of the I, I'm, I'm doing a Q and A and oh. uh, yeah um, after the film in Hexham um, uh, local cinema. Oh brilliant! Yeah, yes, I'm doing a Q and A. So that That's should good. be yeah. So I'll be talking about uh, about the film. Yeah, about, about the film. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'll be flying to uh, to Galway. Well, to Dublin and then train to Galway for the the comedy festival. Oh, and the boys are out there. You yeah. know the improv boys. Yeah, are out yeah. There, Frosty and all them. Yeah, so no, I'm looking forward good. to that. Yeah. It's a good one. I did. I've done a couple of them, uh, the festivals this last last year. I did, although Kilkenny was a bit. That was hard. Yeah, that was a hard one. I mean, it was great. The gigs were great, but you know that football game they play on a Sunday. I know. I know. Oh. Uh, um, Ireland versus the rest of the world. Oh, I, I know. It's brutal. I know it is. I know. I mean, you I think it's the fun. Duty, and what happens is Owen O'Neill always takes it really, really always, serious. Yes. And I remember, uh, and I remember Andrew Andrew Maxwell was playing one day, and he and he had a big wig on, and he was playing with clogs with a cape, and it really wound. <laughs> It really bound. Owen was like, "Would you stop it? This is serious." And he's going, "Oh, come on, pass the ball over here with me, Clay." Tape, you know what I mean? Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, don't text in, we are uh, pre-recorded this week. I did it Friday. Uh, but, uh, hey, no less quality. No. If anything, more quality, well, because well, well, yeah, it's, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's a better feel on a Friday, isn't it? It's, I it's, think it's so. Got a, it's, got yeah. a, it's got the end of the weekend, so... Sunday morning is... I mean, I must yeah. say, it's a killer. Yeah, yeah, so we feel as though we're just ready into the weekend, and they're yeah. listening at the end of the weekend. Yeah. Wow, it's we're tra- travelling in time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it does mess with your mind. Uh, there was a great story in the paper uh, this week which uh, about a woman's uh, car that uh, was stolen, uh, then returned with petrol money and a note telling a bit of a weird story. Uh, so this, uh, this woman, this is in uh, Oregon, uh, she uh, got back to her... Uh, Subaru, Subaru, is that a car? Subaru, 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 yeah. With thirty, <laughs> don't look at me like that, Sophie producer. <laughs> I don't know these. I don't know cars. Um, so she got back to a car, and there was a note on it that said, "Hello, so sorry that I stole your car. 
I sent my friend with my key to pick up my red Subaru at 780 Woodstock Road or whatever, and she came back with your car. I did not see the car until this morning, and I said, that is not my car. There is some cash for uh, for guests. And uh, I more than apologise for the shock and upset that this must have caused. If you need to speak further for me, I am on this number. Uh, so sorry for the mistake. <laughs> Note, police confirmed that older Subaru keys are sometimes interchangeable. So this is a this this actually happens. I didn't realise it was my car. I mean, uh, of course, there was two kids in the back, and, I, and that <laughs> gives us a little bit of hint that it mightn't have been my car. Or maybe have I got two kids? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I posted it on my uh, Facebook page and uh, and asked whether you know whether this was a a genuine thing. And so many people have said that around that around a, a car sort of towards the eighties, uh, early nineties, a lot of these cars are sort of. The keys were slightly interchangeable when it come to. Then, then that would be quite good, that because then you could just take any car, couldn't you? I mean, like you just, Boris bikes, y- just like loads yeah, of cars. Yeah, yeah, and you just, just and you just go one. in and you just go. But it's really nice that you have the petrol money as well, you know. I, sh- I you think know? That's, that's sweet. That I would bit. check the mileage, make sure I got the right petrol money as well, because <laughs> you might have just give very like, uh, here's ten dollars. How many you spent thirty dollars on petrol? You know? So I asked them. Um, I asked on my Facebook page whether uh, anyone has accidentally. Stolen something. Oh. Accidentally broken the law. That's what I was You only accidentally with. steal something when you get caught, Jason. <laughs> some experience there, Dave. Um, I think it happens I think it happens quite a bit. I mean, especially when you've got kids. I think kids are it, I don't know why, but they're just inherently thieves. Like they just like well, well like, yeah, I suppose they just like... They don't like, really understand no, the, no, the system, do no, they, of stealing no, stuff? No, 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 they're like sort of like um um um, um gentler sort of Thieves, aren't they? Yeah, like uh, magpies. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They just take it and just, just take it. and then they don't want it. And then yeah, they just no. throw it away. I mean, the amount of times I can't remember, and I apologise now to Claire's accessories. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but you look lovely. You look lovely <laughs> when you're dressed up in it. I can't remember the last time we left Claire's accessories without <laughs> more stuff than I bought. And I look at my daughter. I'd be like, "Did you have that?" Headband. I'll be in the car and I'll be looking through the rearview mirror. <laughs> the big headband. Did you have that headband when we left the house? She's like, yeah. just drive, yeah. Daddy. Just drive. <laughs> drive, Dad. <down>, drive. It's <laughs> Galvin. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Dave Johns. This Still here, morning. yeah. He'll hear. And uh, we're talking about the moment you accidentally steal something. This is, uh, I posted this online uh, recently and we got some cracker uh, of responses. Uh, Faye Taylor messaged me. She said, um, this is a bit of karma, this. I quite like this. She said, she bought a kettle and a toaster in Asda, which was two for £40. Uh, only realised once in the car that they hadn't scanned the toaster. Yeah. Great, she thought. A kettle and a toaster for £25. Karma got us back, though, because one side of the toaster doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that's, well, that's poetic, just as it, it absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, Angela Muir says, I accidentally stole a ruler from a garden centre with my son's name on. It's a very specific crime. Uh, the next day, we went to an open day at our local police station, and my then seven-year-old son grasped me up. Yeah. <laughs> Kids have, they yeah. have got a moral compass, yeah. though, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, like an, it's like an amnesty for rulers that the police <laughs> give out. Any stolen rulers, you have 24 hours to bring them back. <laughs> a big, big bucket outside <laughs> big, the police station. Big, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll ask no questions. <laughs> Emma Hill said, uh, I came home with a gingerbread man. 
a few months ago. Right. Uh, I was, that's Tinder gone wrong. Uh, I was uh, self-scanning and it wouldn't scan and I forgot to pay for it. I called them up. She actually called them up uh, when I got home and they said, they just said, don't do it again. <laughs> like they weren't even bothered. <laughs> Don't do it again. What are they going to say? Come, can you come in with that forty p, please? I know, I know. Well, you know, that's that's uh, you know, that, that sort of that's you know. The, I, I think what happens when things like that happen, you know, you've got to just own up, haven't you? You've just got bit, to, like, a bit of honesty. Yeah, and throw m- mercy. You know, <laughs> beg for mercy, really. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for joining us. I've got Dave Johns with me this morning. Hey, hey. Uh, and we did uh, this as a pre-record. This show uh, is uh, not live, so do not text in, do not waste your money. Uh, we were, we are talking about stealing things, though. We are talking about actual thievery. Because uh, we get a lot of new, new listeners coming at nine. <laughs> start joining. Well, we want to, we'll I don't want to, what's the best way they're nicking stuff? Yeah, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want them to just suddenly think, Crikey, is this allowed? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just talk about to glorify <laughs> stealing. We're yeah. not doing Sagan, not Sagan Radio. What my dadlies, what my dears. <laughs> what I want you to do, my dears, right? I want you to go out and want you some lovely handkerchiefs. That's what I want. Handkerchiefs <laughs> and lots of baubles. Baubles. That's what I'm after. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky Solis messaged me. She said, um, So this bit, uh, the reason we're talking about this is because uh, there's a story in the paper this week about a woman whose car was stolen from outside a house. It turned out it was just somebody who'd used the wrong key, or the right key in this instance, uh, and drove it off and returned it uh, like a day later or whatever with some uh, petrol money, which I think is brilliant. Uh, Vicky Solis said, the same thing happened to my mum and dad. Mum went into labour with me and they went to get into their mini, uh, except an identical mini was parked on the other side of the road and they accidentally got in the wrong one. The key fitted. Returned and explained the following day once they realised. Crikey, it must happen a bit. It must have happened quite a bit. Charlotte Pugh says, My husband accidentally got in the car, uh, got in a car the same as ours after running into a newsagent. I just sat hideously laughing as I watched him from the other side of the road. I wonder if you could use that in court, you know, if you like were a diamond heist and you stole a load of yeah. diamonds from Brinks, like the Brinks guys, and they went, Well, actually, you know, I mean, what happened was really, we just walked in <laughs> and, different and, and, diamonds. Then we got back, and, and then we're driving back and we shouldn't be said, Brian had loads of diamonds in his pocket. Where'd you get them from? Oh, I must have picked them oh, up accidentally. Brian. Oh, Brian. <laughs> you're nicking diamonds. What you like. <laughs> uh, Catherine Herbert, uh, I love it when old people do this. This is funny. She said, my gran was a prolific thief of grapes. Very specific. Oh, My you've, gran. You've, you've, choked Dave. you've choked Dave. Yes. She's a prolific thief of grapes. Would have a try, grab a bag, walk around the shop, not fancy anything else, and just walk out with the grapes. Would realise when she got home and then call the vicar to confess her sin. Well, that's a good thing about being Catholic. He can do that, yeah. you know? And, and, and that's the great thing. And she probably realised that she would get a, 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 a get out of jail call yeah. free, you know? I can eat these stolen grapes and then just say... Just say sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, why yeah. not? Uh, Sophie, producer, you said you had a, a little story about this. Do you want to join us? Yeah, what did you nick, Sophie? <laughs> what you well, it was basically my mum bought a present for one of the family friends daughters who was the same age as me hmm. and it was this princess set and I was only about five or six years old and I went oh look a princess set it's for me so I opened the box decided to put on the shoes put on the tiara walk out my mum was disgusted she was like so if you want to put those back because they're not for you so you stole like, no wow. someone else's birthday present but what my mum did next was great she um put them back in the box duct taped it up with brown duct tape nice. still gave it as a present wow <laughs> I mean that's that's not a, that's a naff present. Yeah, that is now second-hand princess outfit. 
a second hand princess outfit that Sophie had worn. And you're still <laughs> and you're still wearing it now, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving some of these messages of uh, things you've stolen. It's pr- it's pretty impressive, to be honest. And and I, I must point out, everybody seems very sorry about it. But I, of course I, you're sorry. I, I, don't, you know. I don't want yeah. to glorify yeah. the thievery. Yeah, but if you're sorry, it's all right. If you're sorry, then it's <laughs> it's not all right, but it's <laughs> it's better. It's better. It's, nobody's yeah. going, woohoo! <laughs> I stole a Kinder Egg! <laughs> Yeah. And, the, and then the company went out of business. And nobody's getting it back. <laughs> Come and get me, copper. It's a lot of them. Um, there is a lot of parents who um, not necessarily have their child steal, steal things, but because they've got that buggy. When you've got a buggy and you've got your kid in the buggy, you're always hanging stuff off it, putting stuff into pockets. You know, at amount of times you can just but, walk But also off. for kids in a buggy, they're at sort of, uh, you know, premier stealing height for just taking things off shelves exactly. that you can't see, you know? And they can totally just hide, you know, they can hide them in whatever in their foot muff mm. or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Got, yeah. they, can, they can use they can use that sort of thing. Uh, uh, Una said, uh, "I have on more than one occasion forgotten to give the toilet rolls to the checkout person because I hang them on the handle of the trolley." They're it's, not big crimes, mind, are they? They're really? not big. No, no they're, they're not, not big. big crimes. I mean, it's an honest mistake. She says our supermarket is tiny and absolutely heaving. I've gone back in a couple of times, but sometimes I just don't realise till I get home. <laughs> I mean, by then, it's, I'm sure it'll be fine. Just don't make a habit of it, I guess. Yeah. That's that, that's yeah. that's the trick. Yeah, but uh, they're all little, you know, they're only tiny little crimes, aren't they? Nobody's actually done no a, big, a big crime. Not yet. I mean, I was hoping... You're not finding a big crime. I mean, I, that's what I was hoping for, that somebody <laughs> was... But not not one. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Nobody said anything. I stole a jumbo jet. I was like, <laughs> you know, they thought I was a terrorist, and I wasn't. I, was just, I just went in there. I thought it was the toilet, but it was actually the cockpit. Yeah, well, uh, there's none of that yet. Uh, Rebecca said the amount my son tries to shoplift is unreal. I check him on the way out of every shop now. The first time it happened, I had given him a bouncy ball in Tesco. Uh, got to the checkouts and turned to him to get it and scan it, but it had gone. So I checked between his legs, down the sides of him, uh, then assumed he must have dropped it somewhere. Halfway home, he lifts it in the air like a triumphant criminal and goes, "Ha ha!" <laughs> He was 10 months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You will never find where I sh- hide my ill-gotten gains, mother. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined uh, this morning by Dave Johns, uh, yeah. star of uh, the... Well, it's, it's becoming a huge hit. I, Daniel Blake, um, did you think it would go this big so so quickly in no, all these cinemas? No, um, no, I didn't, know. I mean, you know, we went to Cannes Film Festival and, like I uh, say, you know, that was a, an amazing sort of, yeah. you, know, you know, they get you in big black limousines and they and you get sort of like motorcade down the road to the red carpet and then the flunky comes around, he opens the door and there's all these people on the side of this path with cameras and they open the door and you get out and they go... Oh, it's just some little old ball bloke, is that? You know what I mean? They look really disappointed. But I did have a really great ceremony thing. We stayed in the hotel, and uh, in this big flashy hotel and um, um, in Cannes, and I was going up in the lift um, after sort of the whole day, and I'd 
Uh, you know, I'd met loads of different celebrities. Um, mm. uh, uh, Juliette Binoche came up and gave me a cuddle. Wow. And I think um, I held on a little bit too long. I came out going, thank <laughs> Could you leave Miss Binoche alone now, Dave? <laughs> he's new, he's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going up, you know, you know, I had this heady day and I was going up in the lift and, and, I, and I got a lift. I had my penguin suit on, Dicky Poe and all that. And I get to the lift and there's a guy standing in a dinner suit. And it's Woody Allen. Wow. In his lift. And I was a bit drunk. And I thought, don't speak to him, you're drunk. <laughs> and, and what was really funny about it is so, so we both got in and we both had gone up in the lift and we both just looked at each other and just nodded at each other <laughs> and never said a word to each other. And I can imagine we're just going up in the lift. And, 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 when, and when I got off the other end, I, I was killing myself laughing because I thought you can imagine Woody Allen going, Oh, I met that Dave Johns. He's really, really, really uppity. He, he never said a word to me. You know what I mean? But it, but it, but it was hopefully being in the lift yeah. and just not saying anything to Woody. You might have been thinking, oh, you've had a drink, Woody. Don't. Yeah, 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 don't, yeah, yeah, say yeah, don't Woody. Yeah, I know, I know. Don't do it. You know what you're like. No, I know. It was bizarre just to go up in the lift in silence and just nod at each other. You know, as yeah. if we were sort of like, yeah, you know. What I found fascinating about the film is, um, I mean, it just seems such a. a a description of, 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 of so many harrowing things, as well as having so much great humour in there as well, which you get with a lot of Ken Loach films. But um, what I found amazing, you posted it on your Facebook the other day, which was all the reviews, and every newspaper and every every critic has given, you know, Mark Commode, all the top ones, you know, it's four, five stars all across the board, <laughs> apart from <laughs> the Daily Mail... Give and yeah. the Telegraph, yeah. is it? Yeah. And they'll give it two stars. Yeah. And it was like, it, could, it was so, it was almost a cliche that they would they would give this working class voice of a film two stars. Yeah, well, you know, that means we're getting, <laughs> yeah, but that means we're getting at them, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. That means that that means that they are rattled by it, you know? So they go, no, no, it's not rubbish. Everyone likes it, but it's rubbish. You know what I mean? And, it's, it, and you know, to say it's like, you know, you can not like a film, that's, that's great. But yeah. you can't say that what is happening in a film isn't true because it's been researched, you know. Well, Toby Young's uh, oh. hatchet job <laughs> of, oh, of a review. What is that? Ma- uh, uh, well, well, it's this sort of you know he's 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 employed. He's he's not a serious journalist. He's no. employed to be this reactionary guy who is like Casey yeah, Watts. Effect, yeah, he's he, you know? he sold his soul to say ridiculous things and yeah. to say you know that sort of bait, isn't it? yeah. Just, he goes he yeah. goes he, he, he goes yeah, but you know Daniel Blake wasn't smoking. He wasn't drinking. Yeah, he wasn't that. gambling. <laughs> and you go because that's his idea of all working class people. All that's all we do is we sit, we watch a big telly, and we <laughs> and just we gamble. Afford. Yeah, we, that, that we can't afford. We gamble yeah. and we have pigeons out the back and when the kids are starving they just go just eat that pigeon that's got a limp that one that doesn't fly very well you can have that pigeon can we have this pigeon dad ah you can have that pigeon that's the way they do it you know Jason Manford on Absolute Radio uh, there was a great story uh, in the paper loads of great stories I, I always pick the fun ones but this one really this is quite sweet as well as well as being funny um a couple uh, ma- marry one year after first meeting as complete strangers when the groom answered a medical SOS to donate half his liver to the bride who only had a month to live. So they'd never met. He'd heard through someone at work that somebody needed a liver. He thought, all right, I'll, gi- I'll give a bit of mine. I'll give her half my liver. Half my liver. I don't know whether I'd give her all my liver yeah, until I get all. to know her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To give a girl all your liver. He gave her his liver. She gave him her heart. I think is the uh, that so it's like an awful it's like an awful love <laughs> love an awful <laughs> an awful love triangle <laughs> yes and uh, and and they're ma- and they're married now they're married wow. she they've got um, but the, I think 
Am I right in saying that the liver regenerates? Can you imagine? I think imagine, you get a bit imagine, of liver back, don't you? Yeah, but you imagine when they have a row. Yeah, and he's exactly, going, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you took me liver. Yeah, well, I want me liver back, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Or if she's drinking too much, hey, that's off my liver there. Hey, and we go easy with a quarter of my liver. You know? or, or even just sat around the other. We put them bins out. <laughs> Well, my back's a bit. <laughs> just what with you having half my liver? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I could. Yeah. Why are you lying about on the couch all the time? Well, if I had a full liver, I might be able to do more around the house. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's it's doomed that relationship. <laughs> it's a really sweet. It's a really sweet little story. Yeah. I, I did. I did like that. This one. Would you? I mean, I I I heard a very sweet story. About, I, mean, I gave my ex-wife half of a lot of things. Yeah, half of my. Yeah, half of my. Definitely wasn't yeah, my liver. Yeah, she tried to take. My liver. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> a lawyer said he hasn't got any liver. Um, um, and my liver's in a Swiss bank account <laughs> in, 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 somewhere. Um, this this young girl, her dad used to take a gold prospecting, just sort of like in rivers, just getting little nuggets. And she found all all the nuggets, like like in over the years when she was a kid, she mm. found all these bits of gold. And she's and, and she only had a little sort of like a little sort of nugget of gold at the end yeah. of it all. And um, when she got married. She made the two wedding rings out of the gold that she'd found nice. from when she was a kid. That's a good story. I mean, that's great. That's nice, sweet, you know? yeah. You know? He still turned out horrible in the end. The yeah. <laughs> he still disappointed her. <laughs> But, but, but isn't that a sweet story? She still had the ring. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. But it's not a really sweet story. To make your ring out of the gold that you found when you there were. There is still. So, what's yeah. nice about that is that this guy he didn't know her. It doesn't matter that she's beautiful. That's he didn't know. Is she that. beautiful? I mean, she is beautiful. Is she? Oh, yeah, right. there you go. Yeah. Well, you see, there might have been right. there might have been a reason for it. There, you know. I, I, I no, I don't think that he would have seen. He would have seen. I mean, that's the that's the picture of the of the couple. Oh, you know, they look like a nice a nice couple together. But you know, he's done he's done well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's done well. You know, mm. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I just I think that's a, it's not, it gives you a little bit of a warm feeling. This you know I was flicking through the papers the other day. It was all horrible, 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 and then it just stood out as like a people are nice. Well, people generally, I do believe people are genuinely nice. I yeah. think I think what happens to them can sometimes change people's like like you know um, um can change people how or like 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 you often wonder when you get trolled. I've been getting trolled a couple oh, yeah, of times yeah. now yeah. since the Crikey. film. And and you just go, what makes you so so? What happened to you that made you so so horrible, oh. Ian Duncan Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Joined this morning by Dave Johns, and uh, and Dave, I've always looked up to you. <laughs> I've always looked up to you. You know your your maturity, your wisdom. Maturity. Uh, you're uh, you're, just, you're wise. You're like Yoda, aren't I'm like a Geordie Yoda. Yeah, like a Geordie Yoda. Way, uh, I, why, man? man. Way, I, B, I, Y. And uh, I, you know, I think uh, for this show, you know, what, what's been missing has been uh, somebody of your, I was going to say you're wise beyond your years, but you're wise... Of your, your of, of your years. years, yes. Yeah. I think you've uh, my whole ninety six years. Yes. So what I did was the other day I asked on Facebook for um, <laughs> to say that if we had some sort of agony uncle oh, well, moment, <laughs> uh, is there anything that that they, that they need sort of fixing? And I thought mm-hmm. you were the man, okay, to do it. So we've got a couple of. Um, <laughs> Got a couple of messages in. Lovely. Some of them anonymous. I, I did okay. put, I put the email address on so people could do it anonymously. Okay. Um, so this is from uh, somebody. Uh, help, uh, Jason and Dave. I have a wedding coming up next year and only close family 
uh, are at the main event. Here is my issue. My mother-in-law has a new boyfriend who my partner uh, doesn't class as family or stepdad. Her relationships never last. So this is my question. How do I go about asking for him not to be in the main uh, photos uh, of the family? Um, I don't want to look back in five years' time and they've split up and he's stuck on them, considering... I could Photoshop him out, is, is, is her suggestion. Well, first of all, she's assuming that her relationship will last that as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I don't want to look at those yeah, photos. Yeah, 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 you yeah. want to. Um, yes, I mean, you know, I mean, the mother sounds um, a fun girl. Yeah. Um, how should... Right, well, well, she doesn't want to Photoshop. What she could do, mm. what, what, what she could do, she could have all the, all the, all the guests facing one way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? And 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 she could prime them all mm. to have the real photographer <laughs> behind them and a false photographer at the front. Yeah. And then after, uh, you, you know, they could sort of like make a signal where everybody could turn around really qu- quickly, but not tell that guy, right? So so every turns around and gets the photo. Yeah. And then by the time he's turned around, it's too late. Yeah. They've already taken it. Yeah. And then all of this, and and if he does manage to get caught, it'll just be a blur. Yeah. <laughs> and that would, you know, and he could say, oh, she used to go out with a shapeshifter or something yeah. like that. I mean, that's probably the way I would do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot simpler than no, just go, than just, than just let him be in the photo and yeah. not really I think, bother about it. I think what you could probably do is take one photo with him and one photo without him. Yeah. And then just... You know, and not to make him feel horrible, you could take well, one photo of, uh, uh, and just keep get one person take, taken <laughs> out, and then okay, now you go out, so he doesn't feel <laughs> as if he's been left behind. Or you can make him feel good by having the family photo, leaving him out, and then after you've had a few of those, go, oh, Nigel, sorry, mate, come, on, we forgot. Come on in. And then when he comes like, in, the mum's kissing somebody else. <laughs> she's already moved on. Yeah, she's already moved on. <laughs> Music matters. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm here with Dave Johns. Uh, the other question that came up was Lisa uh, McFadden on, on uh, Facebook. She said, I'm with a new bloke and I'm having trouble with uh, their, uh, you know what I'm saying, rumpy pumpy. Um, I'm un- mainly because she's calling it rumpy pumpy. She says, yeah. I am uncomfortable because I feel super bloated because I can't bring myself to poo in his flat. Um, I don't know why my stomach rumbled then. Um, what? Yeah, she she gets stage fright. She won't do a, a number two in his flat. I mean, obviously she, uh, in the in the <laughs> loo, but that's that's stopping her having you know. That's stopping her having a relationship of a of yeah a, because she's nervous because about she's doing dying it. to have a yeah because she wants to have a poo before she. I, I guess she's probably eaten. She we don't have to go through the nitty gritty <laughs> no. of it. But she's done what she's done. She needs that. She wants to do this. Right. She needs to do that, but she can't do it because it's in his flat. And she doesn't want she to... She doesn't want to do it in his flat. You know, okay, some people yeah. are homebirds, aren't they? They just yeah. want to do it in their own, yeah, their yeah, own one. Yeah, yeah, Maybe, maybe she could buy a flat, sell her flat, mm. buy a flat next to his. Oh, that's a good idea. So she could just nip out, yeah. have, have it, and then come back. I mean, I know it's a very extreme way of doing it. <laughs> or, or, why, do, what, what, they could get his and her toilets, and maybe... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Do the poo together. <laughs> Sorry for eating your breakfast. <laughs> quite a lot of people, um, this is a, an actual phenomenon, quite a lot of people have got the same thing. Louise said, took me a year to do one uh, when my husband, uh, that must have been a build up, uh, when my husband, uh, then boyfriend was in the house, I had to wait for him to go to work. 
lots of people are, are saying you're not alone, Lisa. This is on the Facebook. You're not alone. It's actually a very real problem. We should start an online support group. That people can't... They can't do that while the, this new boyfriend or partner is... Is in the is in the room. It, what? Do they oh, think they'll the be room. listening in the, the door? <laughs> I don't think he will be. <laughs> so I would say put some music on. Uh, maybe put the sh- say I'm going for a shower. I'm going for a shower. Run the shower. shower put some music. Put music on. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Get in the shower and so you so you've yeah. not lied. <laughs> so you better yeah. come out with wet hair. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then then it's done, isn't it? Then yeah. You, and then yeah. obviously you need a bit of. Maybe you should have air freshener in your pocket. So you maybe she should to, think about what she's eating. Maybe she'd There's get on a high-fibre diet and maybe not be eating sort of, you know, maybe that's the problem. It's maybe down she to your diet, that's what that's Like what. you, don't want to come it out. <laughs> uh, we might do this as a regular feature, so if you have got any uh, agony problems uh, for our guests uh, to answer, then please uh, do uh, either get in touch on, on Twitter or Facebook or on the Absolute Radio website. Uh, more nonsense and funnery <laughs> coming up after 10. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, last week on the show, we uh, very briefly, towards the end of the show, I, I played a little clip of my uh, of my daughter. What colour is that? Yellow. Right, none of them are yellow. What colour is that? Right. Okay. Mm, what colour is that? Yellow. No, none of them are yellow. What colour is that? Purple. Purple, that's correct. What colour is that? Yellow. No, none of them are yellow. What colour is that? Purple. <laughs> no, this one's blue. 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 What colour is that? Uh, yellow. No, none of them are yellow. Purple. <laughs> Not purple either. What colour is it? Purple. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not purple. It's green. So, it sounds cute, but she's 14. Hey! <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, that's like what it would be like what Van Gogh was doing in, 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 in my mart. What colour is that? Yellow. No, it's not yellow, Van Gogh. Yes, it is yellow. No, it's not. Gogan, what colour is that? Yellow. No, it's not. All the it went on from... I've got about another two minutes on that. That's great. So, um, uh, so I just did it towards the end of the show last night, last week, but um, the amount of messages we got from uh, on text from people who had uh, similar moments, I just thought some of them were so... Fun and uh, and lovely, it just really it really made me laugh. And they and they range as well. I mean, Danny Mitchum and I've had this as well. Uh, when they get the, when they get popcorn the wrong way ra- round. If you just think about that for a second, <laughs> if you swap that C and the P, you are in trouble <laughs> at the View Cinema. Uh, my nephew used to say uh, netonade for lemonade. Uh, I spent a fun packed Saturday playing I Spy when he said something I've been in with. N. I went through nanny, nuts, neurosurgeon, nucleus. An hour later, lemonade. He punched the air in triumph. <laughs> you've got, uh, you've got daughter. Yeah, she's ten. Yeah, I remember when she was. I mean, one of the funniest things she did. I mean, like, 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 like you know, they all do mad stuff. But I remember I was, I was shaving in the, in the, um, in, in the bathroom one morning. She must have been about sort of two and a half, and she came in and she just came up and and she lifted the toilet seat up. Mm. And she pulled up a job, job down and she went, the toilet is open for business. <laughs> and then he cut me throat. I was laughing. I was like, and she just sat down. And, I, you know, it was it was just that sort of That's like, so you know, funny. and I went, where did you get that from? And she just, I don't it's know amazing. where she got it from. But it's amazing, isn't the it? The toilet is open for business. <laughs> I remember my daughter, one of my daughters just doesn't like animals. It's weird for a child not to like right. animals. Yeah. And uh, all the others do. And I said to her once, you know when sometimes a, a, a kid uses a grown-up phrase, but they don't realise it's yeah. a grown-up phrase. 
I said to her, she was about five, I said, um, I said, right, everyone, we're going to go to a farm today. There's a city farm in Manchester. And she went, why? And I was like, oh, that wasn't a question I was expecting to have to answer. Um, I just thought it'd be fun. I just thought it'd be fun. Uh, there's goats there, like piglets, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. She went, but why? Why would we, why would we do that? And, and the more she, like, the more she asked, the more I was yeah. like, ah, I don't, I don't know, really. Like, this is more for you, Dad, yeah, than it is for me. And then she said, my favourite thing, she said, she said, well, I'll be honest, I don't really like animals. She said, I went, <laughs> she went, she said, I'm more of a, I'm more of a people person. I'm more of a people yeah. person. <laughs> she didn't know that was a phrase, people right, person. Uh, yeah. she, I just yeah. prefer people. I, I know, like, my daughter was three and she couldn't say polyethylene. I went mental at her. <laughs> <laughs> So I know it's Halloween. Uh, well, it'll be, I know. That's me doing it, course. I know. Oh, Is everybody frightened? Geordie Ghost. I'll tear your soul. Can you imagine you're in a haunted house? And he just, you're, and so he just goes, and he goes, I'll tear your soul. We had a moment the other day where um, my daughter, tw- you know, she's nearly two, um, she just said... I was staying in a hotel and she kept waking up every couple of hours. She was in the other, she was in like a, a separate room bit there and she wanted the light on. And then she said this weird thing. She just went, I was turning the light off and she went, no, daddy, light on, ghost. Now, what, what, how could a kid know the word ghost, right? I think, I, I was half asleep and I think when I was telling this story to, uh, to my mum who believes in everything. Yeah, right, um, okay. She was like, oh, well, no, kids can see, kids can see things that we can't see, you know. I'm like, they can't. And uh, if anything, they see less things. Have you ever, have you ever told your kids to go and find something <laughs> yeah, in a room? I and I, uh, I didn't find my shoes, but I found a, I found a dragon. <laughs> I, found, I found a unicorn, Dad, but I didn't find my shoes. <laughs> so, um, and I said, I think I was just projecting because we were in a really old, uh, really old hotel, like really old. And I was half asleep. How would she know the word ghost? Like that's not on any kids' TV shows. Like that's not something they sort of talk about on the on telly. So she wouldn't. She just wouldn't know it. How old is she? She's nearly two. So yeah. she's like twenty-two months. And my dad said it'd be more likely that she said goat. Like yeah. if you think about it, like because yeah. no, at least there's such things as goats. Yeah. Like you know the ghosts are, are not a real thing. Yeah. But I've had a very strange experience before, and this is my uh, scary story. I'm going to put a little Ooh. bit of a. I'll put a little bit of a, a, a spooky bed under this uh, okay. story. So this happened um, when I was in Sweeney Todd. I was in Sweeney Todd in the West End. Uh, this was maybe four years ago. Yeah, four years ago, during the last Olympics. And I was in the Adelphi Theatre on the Strand. And every single night, I, I, my, my character, Pirelli, if you've seen the, the show or seen the film, uh, Pirelli is dead. He's dead at half eight. I've got two hours to just sit in what a, a brilliant t- job. tiny dressing room. It was brilliant. It was before Netflix, unfortunately, but it was it was still fun. One night, I was chatting on the computer to my daughters on using the, the two-way camera thing. Then I was chatting away to my daughter, and I said, um, "I was like, good night, sweetheart, good night." And she said, she was about three and a half at the time, and she said, "Daddy, who's that man behind you?" And I obviously looked round, and there was nobody behind me. I was in a small dressing room, and I said, "There is." There's nobody behind me, love. <laughs> I said, there is nobody behind me. She said, there's a man behind you. I said, there isn't. Anyway, I changed the subject. We moved on and I forgot about it. A few days later, we're chatting again and she says, Daddy, that man's back. He's behind you. 
So this time I've gone, right. <laughs> Stop it now, because I've got to be in this dressing room every night. <laughs> it's all right for you. You've got to go to, go to bed. I said, what? I said, what, man? I said, what does he look like? What's he doing? She said, he's a soldier and he's crying. <laughs> right. Now that's weird for anyone to say. She was four, yeah. right? Yeah, Which makes it extra yeah. weird. <laughs> so... I sort of I was a bit weird, weirded out, out about it. Started just keeping my door open. People walking past. Do you want a brew? Do you want to, do you want to pop in? <laughs> just don't leave, don't leave me. And I said to the the, uh, the manager at the the at the theatre. I said, I said, my daughter said this funny thing about this ghost. He said, Oh no, it is haunted. This place, it's haunted. And I said, Really? He said, Yeah. He said, It's uh, it's haunted by this uh, ghost from. And apparently, this ghost um, does uh, haunt not just the Adelphi Theatre, but. Uh, a load of theatres. load of theatres. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he does the rounds. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a guy called William Terrace, right? And it's quite an interesting story, right? So I, I read this thing. He died in 1897. He was an actor, uh, a director and a writer. And he was he was stabbed at stage door of the Adelphi Theatre. Uh, and the stage door was right underneath where my window was. He was stabbed by his understudy. Stabbed by his understudy on the opening night of his show. Right? I went on Wikipedia to have a little look. The show he was doing was called The Secret Service, and he was playing a lieutenant in the American Army. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I mean, she's in care now, but still. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? What a weird... It still leaves me a little bit... Bored. Maybe she went on the internet and found that out and thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wind my dad up. <laughs> <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, Dave Johns is here, and uh, and of course producer Sophie is here. Mm. Uh, uh, what did you think about my little ghost story? There was you a bit freaked out. I definitely am convinced there's a ghost there. You think there's? Yeah, I, well, I I'm think there, I think there is as well. What about you? Have you seen? Have you seen a ghost? Yeah, actually. So, um, have you though? <laughs> I grew up. I told her I was a ghost, <laughs> Sophie. I'm just a ghost. <laughs> Following her home. <laughs> so um, I grew up in Scotland, and in primary school, uh, one of my best friends uh, had a family friend where they'd taken over the 16th century farmhouse, and they'd done it up. So there was a sauna in it. There was like this music room, all this, but they still left most of the uh, characteristic features to themselves. If I was a ghost. That's all right. That's I'd where that's a tracks ghost. Saunas a track ghost. So you don't need putting saunas in the ancient house. <laughs> just to attract ghosts, they love it. But um, they, they told us about the ghosts there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they, they're quite friendly. Just go into the dining room and ask for them." So we were like, ten years old. Uh, we're sitting around the table, being like, "Right, let's close these doors and let's see what's happened." To be like, "Oh, if, if, if there's anyone there, do you wanna do you wanna give us a shout? Do something. You can open a door, open a window." I might say these doors were heavy. These were heavy, thick wooden doors. Right. And um, we were just sitting there going, ah, oh, it's, it's not happening, this isn't haunted. So like, what, what are you guys doing? When both these doors opened one by one, and you, you, didn't see the, you didn't see the knobs twist. It just opened, and we were like, oh. And then we ran out. And, uh, Did you actually see the ghost? No, but you we saw the doors open. And then we decided to give it an, a second go the I next day. Stopped, I think we stopped the bed there. Okay. <laughs> 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 and we gave it a second go the next day in the morning. So we're eating this bacon sarnie. We're like, all right. Since, ghosts as well. You know, <laughs> since it wasn't that scary yesterday, do you want to show us something else? And I was, I was sitting in front of this cupboard, and the cabinet door opened and slammed shut behind me. It wasn't even open to begin with, and I was like, I'm going to leave now. But that's a poltergeist. That's not a 
ghost. That's a poltergeist. Oh, right. Apparently from... I, I don't know. I, I don't know, because I don't believe in any of that, you know? Yeah, what? Like, yeah, it was your scary... It was your scary... What's that soldier doing? Stand behind you, Jason. <laughs> he's just followed you. He's just followed you back. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Halloween. I once was walking past a graveyard once and I did think I saw something. I think I saw sort of like, you know, figures moving mm. and it was quite scary. It was late at night. I mean, right. I, I, mean I might have been watching the Michael Jackson thriller video. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a bit drunk, but you know. <laughs> I thought I was watching a documentary. <laughs> I had one, because I don't, I don't really believe in any anything no. like that, but... Every so often, someone just tells you a story that's too good, like it's it's too well rounded. Um, but people lie as well. You see, people, people go, I, I, "I swear, I swear this happened. I swear I saw this ghost." And you mm. go, "Yeah," but people have the motives to say why they saw things. You know? Yeah, I mean? no, of course. I had a friend. I remember I was recording a TV show, uh, "Walk on the Wild Side." This thing that we did with um, animals. Uh, mm. Alan, Alan, that's our mm. famous clip, and uh, it was a great fun. And our producer, this Caroline, she was fantastic, but she was very. She was a lovely, lovely woman, very, like, um, just serious and, you know, and straight down the line. So when she came back after the weekend and she said, um, God, I had a weird experience this weekend. I said, what happened? She said she'd gone to a friend's house. Oh, the bed, the bed's back. She went to a friend's house and uh, it was just like a little dinner party. And there was a couple of kids there. And this one kid who was about uh, maybe six, six or seven, uh, she'd... Um, she was had an imaginary friend. You know, a lot of kids have these imaginary friends. And people were talking about it and laughing about it. And a few drinks were being drunk by the grown-ups, of course. And uh, there was one of them was obviously taking the mickey a little bit. And the little girl was starting to get a bit annoyed. And so someone said, what's your friend called? And she said, I don't know. She said, how long have you been friends with him? She said, oh, and the mum and dad were saying, oh, she's had it for about about three or four months. They said, well, why don't you know his name then if you've been friends with it, been friends with it for, for, for that long? The little girl, <laughs> this is weird, the little girl said, I don't know what it's called because it's only this big, indicating about three foot. Mm. It's a clown and it's mouth sewn up. Isn't that weird? It's mouth sewn up. That is weird. Why would a kid know? Why would a kid have that in their head? Well, you know. Kids are strange creatures. Kids are you know? weird. Sewn up. Sewn up. So... Anyway, later on that night, mm. you're right, Soph. You look yeah. like you were gonna. It is okay. <laughs> it's right. Later on that night, uh, she because the parents were saying, "Oh, she's always playing with it." She's like, she watches it dance around the room, and she joins in and, and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> Late that night, my friend Caroline's gone up to the loo, and the kids are all in bed. And as she's coming past the doorway, it's open a little bit, so she's popped her head in to say goodnight to this little girl. And as she popped her head in, the little girl is giggling, and she's watching her friend dance around the room. <laughs> <laughs> she said what what was really weird though was she had the dog with her it was lying at the foot of the bed and the dog was following the same eye line dun, dun, that's dun. weird isn't it I reckon I freaked some people out there yeah that is getting yeah. ready for Halloween and they found out that that clown was called Stitches <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming to visit all of you children <laughs> He's not. He's not. He's, he's, not, he's, not. <laughs> he's not. I've got to do this show every week. Absolute radio. Matters.
Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Dave Johns is here, who um, you may have seen uh, if you've if you've been to see I Daniel Blake. Uh, he plays the woman in it, and uh, <laughs> he's, uh, it's a it's a well, it's a film that is wowing people all over the world. I mean, is there? I, don't, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to jinx it, but I mean, is there a chance of a nomination for a big old? Oscar, oh, oh man! I mean, did I mean, you see this thing? It was it was hilarious. The um, Variety magazine, which is the bible in in America, they they loved the film it can, and they've given it great reviews. And they send out each year. They have like, they have like this um, this sort of um, list that they put about Oscar contenders. Yeah. And uh, for best actor, somebody sent me the link to the website, and uh, they've got um, Denzel Washington one, and then yeah. and then Tom Hanks, and then. I'm number twenty, sandwiched between Jake Gyllenhaal and Colin Farrell. Wow! And, yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, there's not many. It's not Oscar- bad to be in the top twenty, though. <laughs> no, well, there's not many Oscar winners called Dave. <laughs> 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 Who won Dave? Oh, did Dave win the Oscar? Huh? Oh, well, that's all right. And, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's ridiculous. But, but you know, yeah. it's nice to be people to say stuff like that. You Crikey. know what I mean? I mean, I am I am in the long list for the um, for the uh, for the um, British Film Foundation for. Um, Best newcomer. It's it's oh, right, there you go. The long list. Best newcomer. <laughs> I love that. I know, can you imagine and what happened to that lad who won the best newcomer? Oh, he died after he got it. <laughs> <laughs> well the best newcomers did, huh? Yeah. Right. They forced him to go back to work. <laughs> they forced him to go back to work. He fell down the stairs. <laughs> crikey, that's, I know, that, I know, that's I mean, crazy. It's, a, it's just mad though, isn't it? Like, yeah, because I mean it's gone it's gone crazy. I mean I, I mean because it's such an important film as well, yeah. because you know, it's saying things. Uh, you know, I mean, some old guy said to me, he said, this film you've given, um, you've given amplification to the silent scream of the working classes that haven't been listened to for 40 years. Wow. And that was in a shop. And I went, oh, Crikey. Oh, I'll be paper, mate. But it was yeah. great to say that, you know what I mean? That's you know? amazing, yeah. yeah. I, it's weird when you sat there after spending 15 quid on popcorn and drinks and uh, a hot dog and some ice cream, and mm-hmm. then you're watching this this yeah. film about... People having nothing, you're like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, and sort of, you know, food banks and stuff yeah, like that. But, you know, we shouldn't have food banks in 2016. It's we crazy. Need it. I was reading have the need I read something those. the other day that it's gone, from, uh, you know, from six, six years ago, from 40,000 people using it to like 1.1 yeah, yeah, 1. 1 million food parcels were given out last year to food banks. And it's even people who are, like, working who have, like, on zero-hour contracts don't have enough money at the end of yeah. the week. So they go, and what's great about the food banks is they don't just say it's a handout they say the people are doing the shopping yeah yeah. and they yeah. go around and you know and, and kids wouldn't eat if it wasn't for food some kids wouldn't eat if it wasn't for food banks that's know? unbelievable yeah isn't it? in this country in this, yeah. in this, mm-hmm. this yeah. year i know but you know hopefully people are angry and people are moved by this and you know things need to change really yeah well if it has even half the impact as uh like you said as mm-hmm. kathy come home or something yeah on, on, on changing yeah stuff you know and and, and, and it's you know and and you know the, like i say the screens they're getting more screens and, mm. and you know i'm very pleased for ken and Paul Lafferty, um, who wrote it, because you know they're giving a voice to people who don't usually have a voice. So yeah. it's so it's a it's a it's a good. Um, uh, um, the more people that, and even communities, once it's had its theatre running, mm. even community, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, town hall, uh, you know, village halls yeah, yeah, or yeah, community yeah. centres, they can hire it for a nominal fee oh, wow. from E One, the distributors, oh, and good. and you can show it as a fundraiser. So once it's had its life. In the cinemas, it can go on and go to, you know, different, like, you know, community centres and things like that, which is great. Brilliant. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music.
music matters. Thanks for listening this morning. Uh, I will be back live next week. Uh, Sarah Champions up after eleven. Uh, Dave Johns, thanks for coming in, my friend. It's been a pleasure. I've had such good fun. It's awesome. been great. Thank you very much, mate. And what? Uh, what? Where? Although we've seen you on uh, I Daniel Blake, can people see you live? Where would they follow you online? Yeah, well, you know, I'm doing sort of. I'm still doing some gigs on the circuit. Um, yeah. um, I've got. I've got. Uh, will you be touring soon? I'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, I'm going to try and get a tour together later on. Um, sort of early, uh, well, well, in the middle of 2017, hopefully. Um, um, I'm hoping to do my show in Edinburgh this year, one man show in Edinburgh this yep. year. I'm starting to work on it now. Great. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty. And uh, online, where? What's your Twitter? Um, you, you it's Dave 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 Johns Comic is my Twitter handle. So if you want to follow me and find out about all my interest in, um, <laughs> in my madness, you know, and all my and all that, then that would be great. But nice yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So hopefully I'm going to do um, Edinburgh next year with a new show, and Brilliant. then and then take it out on tour. You know, fantastic. Look forward to it. I will see you all next week. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters.